0: Hello beautiful, this is Reverend Jennifer Hadley and the recording you're about to listen to is part of the Living A Course in Miracles teleclass. Our intention in offering this class is to give you clear tools and practices that you can use to align with love every day in every area of your life. No one can do your healing for you. You must decide to choose love in every moment to the very best of your ability. Remember, miracles occur naturally as expressions of love. Intend to live a miraculous life of love and share the benefits of your healing and your expansion with everyone because you're one with them. Please pause the recording before the class starts and write down your intention in listening to the class. Partner up with your own higher Holy Spirit self. And please go to jenniferhadley.com for more tools and practical loving support every day. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy the class.
1: Tama? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, good. (laughs) I'm always happy when the technology
2: works. I know, it's a
1: blessing. (laughs) And I just changed my phone
2: system over, so, (sighs) phew, I'm getting used to the new system. It's a miracle already when the technology works. (laughs) I know.
1: I love it. And I, I always say I love that we can transcend time and space by using technology and coming together so we've got... People who are already coming in on the phone lines and on the internet and joining us, and uh, we'll be starting in just a couple of minutes. So, um, just I would love to catch up with you. So, your your book just came out. What t- was it? Three weeks? Two weeks ago now?
2: Yeah, about about uh, three weeks ago now. Um, and it's been so fun. It's been so exciting. I've been running around the country talking about it and meeting readers. It's just it's been a great experience.
1: And the book we're talking about is your latest book, Inspired and Unstoppable, Wildly Succeeding in Your Life's Work.
2: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And
1: uh, it came uh, came to me, I got it, I had pre-ordered it from Amazon.com, and so I just got it last week, and it's beautiful, I can't wait to talk about it, and I'm going to just keep myself in check here. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> cause I'm really zip it, excited. baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, um, so you've been going around the country. You're gonna, you're out on the road. Where are you gonna be that people can come see you in the next few months?
2: Oh, we're, you know, we're all over the place. We're in San Diego. We're in Kansas City. We're in uh, Boston. I'm doing a fabulous retreat at Kripalu. Uh mm-hmm. Just. You know, there's we're all over the place, and I think probably the best way is just to check out my calendar uh, page on my website com. But just uh, and I'm doing a lot of telesummits and a lot of just on the phone, a lot of radio stuff, and it's so fun. It's just so fun to you know get this message out there and really start shifting people and seeing people light up. And, you know, so many people have had like unlived dreams and starting to really, really connect with who they really are and what they really want. It's it's just been great.
1: It's an amazing time for us, to us meaning humanity, for us to really get extraordinary support from the invisible realm in mm. shedding all the attachments and all the things that keep us tethered to this world and and to open to sharing our gifts and talents in ways that are really inspired, really profoundly, as of course would say, truly helpful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and uh, I, and oh, and I don't, you like un- don't you find like that unseen?
2: <laughs> don't you yeah. find like that unseen realm is like kicking people in the pants now? It just seems like whoa, the intensity is up.
1: You know, it I think is.
2: these are the times.
1: It's awesome. It's such a great time to be alive. I feel so grateful. I wouldn't want to miss this, you know. And, and I say that as someone who felt so intensely time bound, like time Mm. was this onerous, hateful thing that I was struggling with. And I know when we did the class in Living A Course in Miracles last summer, you, uh, are, the talk, the talk was also about inspired career and living your passion and work working from your passion that class was awesome it was one of the best ones we did in the series
2: and i'm so glad
1: yeah and you and i got to discover some things
2: that we didn't know about each
1: other because we're oh i
2: know and it was so fun like we we were healing on the in the moment on the spot you know just like taking everybody on the ride with us it was really fun
1: I know. And it's it's amazing because like me, you were we were walking around the streets of New York at the same time, miserable, yeah. wanting to kill
2: ourselves and seeming having to, uh, true spiritual teachers at work. How oh <laughs> right? uh, you start, wanting to kill yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Oh that's that's a book right there. First you want there to kill you go. yourself. And, and <laughs> it gets good. First don't kill yourself, then live like you have never <laughs> lived before. That's, that's beautiful. Good.
0: All right. Well. I, I know,
2: you know, you were asking me where I'm going to be. I just yeah. want to mention oh, um, I'm doing a five day retreat, actually a five days, four nights at Cropalu in Massachusetts. And it is the best retreat I do all year if there 's any way people could come to that one Ooh. Bar not, I mean I love all the events I do they 're all great they 're all wonderful, but that one is more of an intensive it 's unleashing your calling, creating the work and life you love, and we have time during that time where we really explore how do you love yourself enough, How do you get out of your way? How do you completely get past fear and those those retreats are like out of this world. I literally weep afterwards <laughs> with gratitude of the People that I've connected with, and, and those groups stay in touch over the rest of the year. It's just it's a great experience. It's during the peak fall foliage, you know, in Massachusetts, at Kropalu, and yoga and health. It's, it's fabulous. So um, that's, I can't remember the dates. I think it's like October 8th or whatever, but it's on my website at TamaKeeves.com.
1: Yeah, and, and I have not been to Kripalu, but I've heard the most wonderful things about it. And just the idea of doing a five-day mm-hmm. retreat with you sounds like heaven. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a wonderful opportunity, and I know you're going to be in San Diego in November, and we're going to get together. I'm looking forward yeah. to that, being able to hug you in person. Yay! <laughs> so, um, well, I, I see we're coming to the top of the hour here. And I'm going to invite everybody to get ready. Get ready. Get your notebook out and make some notes. And uh, we're going to have a whole lot of healing. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. Uh, So we begin with that breath of gratitude. And I, for one, am so grateful that our teacher today, our guide, is the beautiful Tama Keeves. Tam is a new friend of mine, and she is a very successful author. Two books, This Time I Dance, and her latest book, which just came out a few weeks ago. It's already a bestseller. It came out as a bestseller because so many people wanted to get the book even before it was out, including myself, and it's called Inspired and Instoppable, Wildly Succeeding in Your Life's Work. So this is Tama's expertise. She's going to help us have a healing in our career and creativity. Thank you for being with us, Tama.
2: Oh, I'm so grateful. I think it's the most important topic or certainly one of the most important topics we could ever, ever discuss.
1: Yes, now is the time for us to share our gifts and talents. So let's Begin with a prayer. I'm going to invite everyone to place their hand on their heart and take this holy breath with me as we consciously breathe in love and breathe out gratitude. Taking these deep breaths and centering in with our hand on our heart, we remember that we are wholehearted, that the kingdom is within. It's right here within us. Everything is pre-installed. We are pre-approved. And in this moment, we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. And we remember that we are truly designed for success. We're designed to be the perfect givers and receivers of love. And we live by grace. So we bring divine grace into our awareness right now consciously placing on the holy altar fire of divine love, anything that has been a block to love, anything that has been a block to our expression of creativity, our expression of our gifts and talents. We're opening our hearts and minds to have a healing right now. We are the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of the Christ presence. And we are grateful to share the healing benefits of our expansion and our awakening with everyone because we're one with them. We extend the healing in all directions and we are grateful to let it be. And so it is. Amen. So, damn, I want to start with... Oh, boy, I'm just tingling. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I want to start with a quote from your book where you say, what if everything you thought you needed to. Sorry, I'm going to start again. What if everything you thought you needed to do to succeed was actually standing in the way of your success? <laughs> I love that, and that is such a pure. I mean, that's pure Course of Miracles right there. Everything that you think you need to do to succeed
2: might mm-hmm. actually
1: be standing in the way of your success. Mm-hmm. So, from the Course of Miracles perspective. Can you elaborate? What does that mean?
2: That's exactly what it is. I mean, that really is the definition of a miracle from a Course in Miracles perspective. It's removing my interpretation, my ideas, my, you know, plan for success, my way of doing it. And in my career, you know, like like, you know, starting to launch a dream into the world and take your dearest life's work into the world. I got so stuck, like a lot of people, trying to figure out, well, how do other people do it? What do the experts say? What are you supposed to do? What's the seven steps? What's the formula? Mm. And I really had to learn that you have your own way to succeed, that you have your own destiny. And the Course in Miracles terms, it's, you know, that I'm listening to the Holy Spirit's voice, that I'm not listening to any, you know, it's like, why would you listen to an expert when you can listen to your God? Like, why, why would you listen to the map that the world gives you when you like, I loved your prayer, Jennifer, when it's installed within you, when the design is within you. And so when I ask that question of what if everything you think you need to do to succeed is standing in the way of your success, because I think it is if we're so busy following what everybody else says and what the books say and what the teachers say and what the statistics say we're not listening. We're not doing that deeper called listening to the voice within us, the love within us, the genius within us. And for me, that really is the essence of creating the work you love or being wildly successful is knowing that you have your own way to succeed and it's about listening to that voice and that's what we're doing.
1: Now, how did you figure this out? Did you go down a path of uh, Doing the things that you thought you should do, you know, shooting all over yourself and, and spending, uh, you know, or investing a lot of precious time and energy in doing what you thought the world would approve of, et cetera, and then realizing that ain't it, kid. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I did that ain't it kid method. That that was pretty much my way. Uh, Well, first of all, you know, like in my first book, This Time I Dance, I had made the colossal this ain't it kid (laughs) strategy because like many people, I completely ignored what I wanted. I completely ignored my calling. I completely ignored that sweet, small, still unbelievable voice within me, which at that time in my life was, I want to write, I want to write, I want to write. And I ignored that, and I listened to my family and the culture, and I went off to law school and got accepted to Harvard Law School and graduated with honors for Harvard Law School and was on partnership track, and so that was my whole story to begin with was uh, undoing, undoing the painful choices I had made to please the world, to to do what I thought was security, to do what I thought would make me safe, and to find the ultimate safety, which was really following that love and that genius. And then in inspired and unstoppable, it's the same thing again. I, you know, I'd been doing my work, I'd been coaching, and I'd been a, you know, I'd been an author, and I'd been writing, and and all of these things. And I wanted to make it, you know, I wanted to succeed. I didn't, I didn't want to be the starving artist, you know, I didn't want to live that myth. And so, you know, I'm ambitious and so I'd be reading all the success books and the business books and what you're supposed to do and the, uh, you know, improve your SEO and join 8 million networking meetings and, And then I'd read a lot of the spiritual books and it would, you know, they would be very soft and beautiful, but um, I found that I had to find my own way. And, and for me, it is the Course in Miracles. The Course in Miracles is the basis of everything I am and everything I do. And I finally realized that that teaching is a manual for succeeding on every level. So Yes. To answer your question, I did it the wrong. I was in so much pain. I was trying. I think the biggest revelation I had actually was that I had this creative dream. I had this inspiration. I had Mm -hmm. this excitement. I'd finally chosen it like, okay, I'm going to be a writer. Okay, I'm going to be a teacher. And then what happened is I tried to make it into a business and I started doing it the world's way again. I, ah. So I lost that inspiration. You know, you start off excited and connected and alive. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, but on the business level, now I have to do these other things. Yeah. And my healing was realizing that the same genius and love that inspired the dream also inspires the means. And so it was about learning to listen again.
1: That That is one of the most challenging things in the world for people, Tama, is to mm-hmm. have faith. Mm-hmm. To trust in the invisible, mm-hmm. and so, so people who are listening, let's say that they have had the experience of, because I think we're we've got different kinds of people listening, and mm-hmm. so for people, let's say who are, um, they've been doing a job for a long, long time, and they've been doing it because they got into it; it was easy. It was the perfect thing for them while they were raising a family, and now they're, you know, in their 50s or 60s, and uh, the thoughts of retirement are happening, and they actually would like to start a whole new career because now people are living to 100; they can have two or three careers,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and uh, but they're they're afraid of following their heart's desire, their heart's passion. They know what it is, mm-hmm. or. Or some, you know, they have an issue Or sometimes they don't. Or they don't.
2: Mm-hmm. So then,
1: what what is the most enlightened? I, I want to say fastest path because it's really about not repeating the same ego mistakes. Like you just gave this perfect mm-hmm. example of. How would you recommend people begin? How would they hold it in their mind?
2: I, you know, I think I think that it's really learning to trust that desire, that love inside you, that calling inside you. And I think what I love about doing this work is for me, it's the tangible work of A Course in Miracles, you know, so like I sneak A Course in Miracles in through the back, you know, through the back door, like so, I'm doing career and calling, but I'm really teaching you how to think differently, how to choose love instead of fear. And so to answer your question, I think that most of us will have a desire, we'll have a dream, we'll have an inclination, and we tamp it down. We think, oh, well, that's stupid, or that can't mm-hmm. go anywhere, or I'm mm-hmm. too old for that. Or sometimes the desire is, I don't want to do anything. I want to take a nap. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Right. I mean, sometimes it's not like it's not like, oh, bliss. You know, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, write a great American novel. Sometimes it's it's more just I want to walk on the beach. I Mm want to I want to hang out with my dog. You know, so again, whatever your desire is, whatever that inclination is, I'm going to invite you to think that that inclination is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Like that inclination is not something you avoid. That inclination is not something that you say is frivolous or stupid or unsafe. That inclination is the safest thing you will ever do on this planet. Because the, one of the things that rocked my world reading The Course of Miracles was I had kept, you know, for me, uh, writing was my thing and I just kept thinking, well, that's stupid or, you know, there's a million people who want to write. How could you ever do it? And, and then I remembered reading somewhere in The Course of Miracles where it says the Holy Spirit. Is the voice for joy the yeah. Holy Spirit is the voice for joy and all of a sudden I had that awakening moment of thinking what if my writing is God what if my writing is the light what if my writing is the path to where I'm supposed to go? What if, that, what if what gives me joy, that is spirit? And when I'm doing what's spirit, I'm safer than I've ever been. And that was just such an awakening moment for me. So I guess the first step I'd say to anybody is whatever your desire is, whatever your inclination is, I would want you to follow it a little bit. Because what will happen is you will feel the energy. You will feel the chemistry. Your consciousness changes when you do something you love. I think when you do something you love, you can hear spirit's voice even more. And you will be safe and you will be guided. And it is the most rock solid thing you can do on this planet at this time.
1: Uh, That is, I concur. It's such good advice, good counsel, because it's really everything is w- encoded within us and that sense of desire where it's not wanting, needing, craving so much as it's, you can feel there's a difference. There's like a, oh, I love to do that
2: mm-hmm. versus I
1: need to do that to get validation. Do you know what yes. I mean? I want to yes. do that so people will respect me. No, it's not that, mm. right? That's mm-hmm. ego. It's more, Oh, I, if only I had the time to bake pies all day. I would mm-hmm. love to have a bakery because I just love baking pies. I'd like yeah. to experiment with baking pies all day. Because I have a friend, she loves to make cookies and cupcakes. And mm-hmm. she really would love to, but she's a federal agent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes out on busts and things like that. But she, what she really <laughs> would love to do is is bake cookies and and. Oh, yeah. Pour her love into that. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's now here's where some people and it
2: and doesn't that make sense, by the way, when you're just listening to that, when you're just thinking about that, doesn't that make sense that that really would be the highest spiritual calling would be the thing that you love to do the thing that you would just love to do all day. That's service. That's giving. You know, like one of my definitions of wild success at this point is not so much what you can get from the world, but what you can give to it, you know, of that, like in my work, and I know this is true for you too, Jennifer, because I know you and it's like, you know, I have endless energy for this. I have endless energy for this because because I love it because it gives me energy because I could even be tired or in my head or whatever before it, and then when i 'm doing what I love, it just awakens something else in me and it serves other people. It helps other people. Your friend, she can make me some pies. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I want somebody who loves making pies. you know just again, the thing that you love is a gift, and I deeply believe. That that what we love and our creativity and our our highest career our highest calling is where spirit comes through us it's where the holy spirit comes through us it's where this infinite love gets to come out and reach and connect to other people
1: ah oh, beautifully said it 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 is something that we must cultivate it is it, we build a relationship with that energy of inspiration and now, you have a chapter in your book, and it's entitled, Your Fantasy is in the Way of the Fantastic. And I <laughs> talk about all the time how fantasy is like a drug. It's like smoke and crack. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it is. It is, because here we are, right? Course of Miracles teaches us that our experience in this world is an illusion. Mm-hmm. And so if we're sitting in the illusion and we're thinking, oh, this stinks, uh, I, and instead, we're going to fantasize about what would make us happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are we not then saying this illusion isn't good enough? I want to create an illusion within the illusion <laughs> where I'm really happy. <laughs> so, can you talk about how the fantasy gets in the way of the fantastic?
2: Absolutely. It's you know, again, it's it's code for course in miracles, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and it's just that of that in. So in the path of living a calling and finding your dream or taking it into the world and in this path of listening, what happens is I start listening to the Holy Spirit's voice, or I start listening to love, and I think, okay, I really am going to be a writer, or I really am going to be a spiritual teacher, I really am and then of course your mind comes in and starts out picturing like, well, wouldn't it be nice if I was a spiritual teacher making money? <laughs> you know, like wouldn't it be nice if this happened or that happened? And and so what happens is Sometimes we hit an obstacle or a block, and it's, it's not the picture we thought. We start having pictures of what we think we want to have happen, and then we hit this thing where it's not the picture we thought, and then what happens is we shut down. We start closing our hearts. We stop being present. We start getting disappointed. We start thinking, oh, I can't trust this stuff. Look, it's not going to work. It's never going to happen for me. And so much of my own healing and so much of the work that I've done with my coaching clients is really about how do I become this unstoppable warrior for my life's work? How do I become this alive vehicle vessel for the Holy Spirit no matter what? How do I keep my heart open? How do I stay present? And so... Um, I tell the story in the book on, in that chapter where I was teaching one of my first classes and it was going to be this hiking class and it was filled and I was really excited. And then the, the day of the class, like all these people started canceling, like no, I mean, it was amazing, like, you know, and drove somebody had a flat and somebody got sick and, you know, all these things. and. I just got so disappointed and crushed because, see, it's not going to work out and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I made myself, because I was miserable, not in a good place to teach and just wanting to spit at people now, Uh, (laughs) not the highest, not the highest love to be coming from. We
1: live (laughs) and we learn.
2: (laughs) Yes, we live and we learn. And so I made myself meditate and I made myself remember like what the Course in Miracles would say that, you know, love is here love is here, you know, nothing real can be threatened, that there's something going on. The Holy Spirit is always present. There's always a miracle present. All I need to do is remove my thoughts that are in the way. And my thoughts were, I'm not going to have the class I want. I'm not going to make money. I'm not blah, blah, blah. And so I just kept getting back to there's a miracle here, there's a miracle here. And what ended up happening, it was just the most holy, amazing thing, because it ended up being like these only these five women came and one woman was grieving a recent death and she had the space to just finally feel it. And we gathered around her and it was like this anointed, amazing experience that like, you know, for this, I came, you know, like, oh, my God, this is like a moment in life. I was meant to be here. And for me, that was one of the fundamental teachings of realizing, like the Course says, I don't know my own best interests. I have no idea of my own best interests. I think success looks like I'm going to make this amount of money and have that check and have massive approval, but nothing made me feel safer and more pure and more loved and more convicted in my path than that experience. And so the Holy Spirit is always giving us what we need there's always a miracle present and it's it's that fantasy it's our idea of what needs to happen that's in the way but the biggest piece of that is always the training of not shutting down you know not letting that disappointment that heartbreak that your interpretation stop you from being present to what really is there and to me that's what this walk is
1: you're so right i inspired and Instoppable is such a great name for your book, and you remind me of one time i when I was first starting out i I had an opportunity to teach a workshop, and I had to drive several hours to get there and and I was uh it was going to be after a church service so i was there for the whole church service and then out to lunch with the people and then back for the workshop one person attended my workshop mm-hmm. <laughs> one person mm-hmm. and then i so i had and then i had several hours to drive back home for the the day and like 5 hours in the car and for for one person but so who's the counting yeah and it was a love offering and oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> so which but you know what I really decided this is perfect.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, that was the unstoppable part. This, I'm not mm-hmm. going to judge this. How do I know mm-hmm. this isn't perfect? Yes. You know, yes. maybe he's here to teach me, and he's mm-hmm. he's waited all day to teach me. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: don't know. Why we don't would we know. go into a situation saying we know everything? And if we think we know everything, then we've already failed to a certain degree.
2: hmm hmm
1: so it's keeping exactly, that.
2: And it's, it's such a different way to live and I think that's why The Course in Miracles is such amazing material because it is teaching us to constantly be available and present for the circumstances that are right in front of you. And for me, living your calling, living your highest good is really that knowing that these circumstances are custom made for me, that I'm never in the wrong place, I'm never in the wrong time, I'm never, you know, nothing's happening by accident, that I'm always walking with that love. But if I'm not in that love, if I'm indulging, as we all do, in the, you know, my negative opinions and being right and how it should be, as though we know an inspired path then we don't feel it, then we don't connect, and then we miss our lives.
1: Yeah, if we're learning to follow the inspired path, then we, we need to start out really as someone who says, I, I, I don't know anything.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: anything. And that's, you know, I think when, when you, like you say, when you fall flat on your face, like we both talked about in the last call, we both realized we were walking around New York City at the same time wanting to kill ourselves and you know on the outside things look pretty good Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. if you're going to look at put it down on paper you know it it looks pretty good but inside we were filled with misery and wanted to kill ourselves you know when when a person wants to kill themselves it really is i cannot conceive of this hell ever ending and Mm -hmm. so i i would rather kill myself and and uh, fortunately, we neither of us did that. So, uh, yeah. you know, and, for,
2: and and I think, you know, for me, and I'm sure for you too, uh, you know, entertaining those thoughts, there was a part of me that died. I died to that smaller thank self. You. I died to the self that was trying to control everything and make everything happen. And, and I had been living totally someone else's life, you know, being a Harvard lawyer and doing everything you're supposed to do and have what you're supposed to have and And not listening to my inner voice, and i that 's why I feel so passionate about this topic is because I know that everyone has this dream inside them, this calling inside them, gifts and talents and that our world is so hungry right now for this, for so hungry for us to live our our calling and our talents. And I think the world is shifting so much now where the conventional isn't working and the traditional isn't working because we are now meant and called to live this inspired path. You know, that in in this book I have that distinction between linear success versus inspired success. Mm. And, Inspired success to me you know like there 's all the cookbooks of the eight steps to your blah 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 and the formula to da 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 you know and and to me inspired success is this where it 's I'm not going to follow a formula. I'm going to listen moment by moment. I'm going to think differently and love myself more and judge less and love myself more and judge less. And in that space, I'm going to be moved. I'm going to know what I need to do. I'm going to know how to do it. I'm going to be inspired. And I'm going to create a path where there wasn't a path. And I'm going to create a career where there wasn't a career. And to me, that's again what The Course in Miracles is all about. It's not about you know, being, living in this world, it's being in this world, but not of it, you know, bringing some another consciousness here. You
1: know, and what, what I'm thinking of as you're saying this, Tama, is people will begin to realize that divine inspiration is live streaming 24-7. Mm. it's always there. However, if we're entertaining fantasies of our success, then we are not available for the inspiration that can pour through us, ignite us, and motivate us to true success. So if we're in fantasy land, if we're thinking we know how it should be, then we are totally not available for the highest and best.
2: Oh, that's great. That's just beautiful. You know, and, and it's hard, too, because, you know, like I know probably people listening are saying, but yeah, but what about like holding an intention or what about having a vision for your life? Or yeah. You know, and, and, and I think it's that walk, you know, of that. I deeply believe that sometimes there's a picture or an idea that comes to me that I do believe is my spirit talking to me. You know, like for me, it was about, yeah, you're going to write books. Yeah, you're going to teach But I think it is just holding it so loosely of you said it's so beautiful before. Of I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what anything means. You know, and for me, it's about I want to listen to that voice more than I want to listen to anything else. And I want to know that that voice is unlimited. And I am not limited by anything in this world when I'm listening to that voice. That's been my greatest learning in this Mm -hmm. is that I stop, you know, when you talk about fantasies, there's the negative fantasies too. You know, there's the, well, you can't make that much money doing that or or you can't do this or you have to have a credential to do that or, you know, just all the junk we tell ourselves. And, you know, I, I think the course always says it's so beautiful. You know, your task isn't to seek for, for love, but to remove your barriers against its coming. And so for me, so much of what this work is, is really starting to look at the fantasies, the ideas, the interpretations, the opinions you have, that are in the way of what you really want and what you're really meant to do because there's something you really want and there's something you're really meant to do. And I deeply believe it's going to heal the world. It's going to heal you in doing it. You're going to be a demonstration in doing it. My, My one choice to save my life my one choice to say well maybe i could write you know like maybe i could try this my one choice has affected tens and thousands of other people you know With, through my book this time i dance creating the work he loves i've had so many people tell me how much it changed their lives and now this new book people are telling me that And it's like i just followed what what i loved you know mm-hmm. just the the courage to follow what we love will gift this world what it needs So.
1: I can feel the energy of people who are what I call the light workers, or I call them lightpreneurs, entrepreneur mm. lightworkers, <laughs> like yourself and me. Mm-hmm. So we we are feel inspired to share our own experience, our own story, what has motivated and inspired us. And it's that what Course in Miracles talks about extending, so we're extending mm-hmm. love, we're extending our experience and sharing it in order to support other people and in being inspired Now, many light workers get into a numbers game about you know how many people do you have on your mailing list and mm. uh things like that, and they're they're trying to get clients and mm-hmm. get customers and all of you know a lot we got a lot of life coaches and and that kind of uh professional listening to these classes so for someone who is trying to figure that piece out and feeling uh that it's way beyond their understanding what what how can you help them move through that that kind of stuckness Oh,
2: that's a great question. That's a really great question. And actually, Inspired and Unstoppable deals a lot with that because I dealt a lot with that, you know. And and so, um, because... Because we're living a different paradigm. We're trying to follow an inner voice. We're trying to follow an inspired path. And then we're also living in the world and we are, you know, wanting to succeed. And like you said, there's just this, all this pressure of the numbers game, how much money do you make or how much do you charge or, you know, the numbers on your mailing list, all that kind of thing. And, So for me, so much of this is learning how to think differently. It's Mm -hmm. learning how to, if you're really wanting to walk in an inspired way, you have to make inspired choices. You have to learn how to think differently. Mm -hmm. And for me, one of the things I finally had to learn was, I have a chapter in the book called, The Bottom Line is a Flat Line. You know, the bottom line is a flat line because you know uh, of so much in our world is all about the money and how much are you making and we, you know get to the bottom line. Who cares if it feels good? But to me, uh, what I want you to start paying attention to is how does it feel? Is it giving you energy? Stop paying attention to the numbers. Stop paying attention to the external criteria, and start paying attention to how good does it feel? Does it give you energy? You know, so you know when i first uh put out my first book i would uh i would be putting myself on the road and i'd you know i'd i paid for hotels and airfare and yeah. and you know i'd have like seven people show up at a workshop and like yeah. your story you know and you'd feel like oh my god you're go- you're going somewhere woohoo you know and uh, <laughs> fast track to debt is where you're going baby you know and just yeah. um and i and i judged myself you know i yeah. judged myself very harshly by the world standards like you're never going to be a success cuz look at you but i had to keep coming back to but it feels right it feels right there's peace in my soul that i know i'm doing something there's energy here i'm i'm seeing the light in other people's eyes when i speak i know something is leading me and guiding me so For the coaches out there, for the teachers out there, for all of us who are entrepreneurs in this, it's really learning to use different criteria. It doesn't mean that we don't look at other, you know, externals or the numbers. You know, even when I got my first book published, um, This Time I Dance, I had self-published it and it got discovered, you know, uh, it, it got discovered by a major publisher. And then they wanted to know how many copies I'd actually sold so that was like a really scary moment, like, uh-oh, you know, uh-oh, you know, they're going to say no now when they realize I'm a loser, you know. Um, and I literally heard this still small voice in me because I was really scared. And I heard this voice just that just said, it's not about the numbers. You're a publisher. It's not about the numbers. This life is not about the numbers. Yeah. It's about the energy. You will have your people. You will have your destiny. You will meet who you need to meet. It's not about the numbers. And I just kept saying that and that ended up being they fell in love with the book, they fell in love with the energy of the book. Um, they never even they never even looked at the numbers, praise God. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> and and you know, and they published the book as a an analyst book and it and it's launched my career and, and again so again I, I would say uh to those of us who are walking this world Yes, we're going to pay attention to certain things, but we're going to pay deeper attention to what we know in our bones, to what we know in our soul that maybe has not yet manifested yet. But that's our work. That's the whole point. We know something before the world does. We know something that's true. And we are affirming that, we are living that, we are bringing that into the world, whether or not it sees it yet.
1: So beautiful. So beautiful, you know you remind me of the story of uh Wayne Dyer. I don't know if you ever heard him tell the story, but when he first started out with uh your erogenous zones mm-hmm. um, he uh, was driving around with books in his car going to radio stations,
2: and
1: doing, <laughs> doing things on radio stations and then uh and bringing the books to the bookstores in the local town. And, uh, I mean, it was all self-propelled, you know, until mm-hmm. it began to take off. So w- what I'm hearing in this is there's this whole um, question everyone must ask themselves is, what is your motivation? Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. your motivation? So if your motivation is to get something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then you're in that giving to get. hmm and then you're, you're an ego. You have to be, if you're thinking you're going to give to get,
2: mm-hmm. then you're
1: in the ego. And so it's what you're talking about is training your mind to simply be in that place of sharing from the overflow. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. And, yeah. So in, Absolutely. In the experiences of flying across the country, and spending yeah. all that money to teach a workshop for seven people. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Did you just, dissolve a little bit of ego attachment in that
2: mm-hmm. eventually <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: not at first <laughs> right well some people yes. would just give up yes. and they would say i can't do this
2: exactly because exactly. the
1: attachment was so strong yes. that that they, yes. it, they would say that and they weren't as interested in the inspiration they were more giving to get
2: yes And and I love what you just said, Jennifer. I think it's such an important point of that giving from the overflow. And and what what came to my mind when you were saying that is I know sometimes when people are listening, they're thinking, I don't feel an overflow. I don't feel like I have anything to give. I feel broken. I feel scared. I I don't even know if I could give anything. I don't know that I have anything of value to give. And one of the things that I've learned over and over on this path is that sometimes I don't feel inspired. Sometimes I don't feel like I have so much to give, but in the giving is where I discover that overflow. In the giving is where I discover that love. And so, uh, just like when you're practicing Force of Miracles, and I don't, I don't know about your practice, but there have been times where I'm reading it and it's like, you know, um, it's talking about joy, joy abounds in me, and it's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like <laughs> not at all, you know. But but in the but when you actually practice it and you really start working with it, it starts to change your chemistry and your blood cells and you start to experience it. And so, so many times, I I have students that tell me, I don't feel like I I have that much to give or I'm not sure I'd be good at this. And what I want people to know is that when you start doing what you're meant to do, that's when you build your confidence. When you start doing what you're meant to do, that's when you start knowing, oh, I'm really meant to do this. And The Course of Miracles has this beautiful concept that says, when you see the gratitude in your brother's eyes, you will know the gift you've given.
1: Yeah. When you
2: see the gratitude in your brother's eyes, mm. you will know the gift you've given. And all of us who has, have love or talents or whatever it is that we, pies or whatever it is that we want to do, planting a garden, taking care of our child, whatever it is, We're going to know that the Holy Spirit's coming through us. We're going to know that infinite love is coming through us by giving the gift. We may not know it beforehand. So when I taught seven people, I got the most out of that. I was the one who left the workshop on fire. I was the one who left knowing the miracle of what came through me. Because when The Course in Miracles focuses on giving instead of getting, it's like it's accessing that spirit in you and letting it flow through you to re- to be received by the people who need it. So I-, I love that you mentioned that, you know, giving from that overflow.
1: Well, uh, uh, I I just get so many inspired thoughts of where we can <laughs> go with this. And one of them is, so in your book, you, mm-hmm. you, uh, talk about, you have a chapter, it's beautiful. Stop becoming successful. Stop becoming successful and start being it. So let's just define that term for a second. What really is success?
2: First of all, um, I think that's such a, you know, it's always going to be a unique definition for anybody. Yeah, thank so you. everybody's going to have to define that for themselves. But But one of the things I finally realized that for me, because I was so externally driven, is that You know, for me, when I, you know, because I wrote a book, Wildly Succeeding in Your Life's Work. And so um, what I finally realized for me what wild success is, it's not about your portfolio. It's not about your possessions. It's about knowing that you're doing the right thing with your time on earth. It's knowing that you're doing the right thing with your time on earth. It's knowing that whether I make it or not, you know, like whether I become a famous writer, whether my pies take off, whether, whether my children see how much I love them, whether, you know, whether I get the external validation in this life or not, I'm not gonna stop myself. You know, that I'm I'm going to know that I'm doing what I came here to do. I'm gonna live that love. You know, so um the chapter on uh you know, being successful instead of becoming successful, that's probably one of my weakest wounds, you know. <laughs> it's just like of of that I was so programmed to always be uh getting ahead and getting ahead and getting ahead. And I had to learn how, you know, I have a line in there where I say success comes in the middle or not at all. Success comes in the middle or not at all. Where well, I had to learn to stop in the middle and start seeing how much I am succeeding and how much good there is in my life instead of, you know, because of Course in Miracles always says, you know, if this were different, I would be saved. Right. If this yeah, were right. different, if I could just get a book published, I would never, ever want anything else. You know, and then in my life, it's like, okay, if I could just get a book published and be on the bestseller list, I would never want anything else. Yeah. You know, if it could be on the bestseller list for 20 weeks, I'd never want anything. I mean, just it never stopped. It never ends. Right? It yeah. never ends. And we we all live in that culture. And so inspired success is ending that game. It's really ending that game and really starting to bask in who you are and what you have now. And I have, I have a story in the book. It was really painful to me at the time. Um, I had I'd been writing already uh, for a while and I had been a freelancing and doing articles. And uh, at one point I was putting this article um, in this photo album I used to keep of like all my articles. And I noticed, I like I was paying attention, I noticed I felt really bad. Like all of a sudden I, w- I was feeling like really bad about myself. And I thought, what the heck is going on? I just got an article published. And I overheard that inner horrible voice, you know, that we have. And my horrible voice was going, oh, you're so pathetic. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're presenting this article. It's not like the New Yorker or anything. It's not like the O magazine or anything. I mean, this is some podunk magazine you got published in. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. And, and I made myself stop in that moment. And I made myself think about the part of myself that had never, ever gotten published, you know, that had, Uh, sent in article after article to rejection slip after rejection slip after rejection slip. And how would she have felt, you know, seeing this photo album filled with articles? And so I made myself take that in, that success of that moment. And I think it's a choice. I think that's what all of this walk is, is... How do I love myself in this moment? How do I stop listening to fear or cruelty or self-judgment? And how do I start listening to that love? Because that love, I think, is spirit's voice, and that's our work.
1: That love is spirit's voice. I love that. That is beautiful. (sighs) You know, I can feel that people are saying uh, that, that, that they are so their mind is so convinced that success looks a particular way and mm-hmm. that to to think that success is a feeling that that you know that's a nice thing to say <laughs> <laughs> and, you know and definitely when we're in our spiritual circles we say that but then they really but they don't buy it
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: and that they really are thinking That it it is about accomplishment in the world of effects. Mm. So I was raised in science of mind. So I always think of it as the Course of Miracles just says the world, and it's science of mind. We talk about the world of effects, and I like that because I always go back to I want to be in alignment with first cause, and. Mm. Because the law of cause and effect is always operating, never takes a holiday. And Hmm. so uh, the world of effects and identifying with that and the ego, if we really are looking at success as being something that we can see with our eyes, that that's how we're measuring it, if we're measuring it in anything to do with this world of effects, Mm-hmm. then we are in alignment with the ego. The ego is insatiable. We will never <coughs> feel fulfilled. Mhm.
2: Mhm. And that is such a hard one to learn, I think, for uh for so many of us especially in this culture. Yeah. You know, but it, but it is it's you're absolutely right. It's, you know, I know for me, I I craved success and I still fall into this. I am not. <laughs> I'm definitely not over this one of I still fall into it, have fallen into it of craving that form and craving that next thing whatever that is. And when I'm in that place, it's always coming from lack. It's always coming from a sense of lack and and so that's what's going to, you know, if I'm coming from lack, guess what I'm going to experience is lack and I think that's why I think that's why the Course in Miracles is so profound because it really just ends the game. You know, it really, yeah. I, I came to the Course in Miracles because I had, you know, I had done everything the, quote, right way, and I still wasn't happy, and I still Mm -hmm. wasn't connected. And so I wanted something else, and I think The Course in Miracles is this unbelievable path to unconditional freedom, that no matter what your circumstance is, no matter where you are, that's where the miracle is. That's where the connection is. Success is not something external, and it's, it's taken me years to realize that, and one of the ways that I, for me that works or the technique that works is what we were talking before about, like when I'm feeling that lack, that I'm not successful and I don't, I I haven't been a New York times bestseller. I've been a bestseller. Like that's not enough, but it's not a New York (laughs) Times bestseller. So that's the new one. Um, Especially for a
1: girl from New York.
2: Exactly. Especially from a girl from New York. (laughs) And so, um, You know, whenever I'm in that, you can't, one of the things I love about the course is it's so tangible. You, you can either be in fear or you can be in love, right? Mm -hmm. You can be in fear or you can be in love. When you're in love, you cannot be in fear. When you're in fear, you cannot be in love. And so, going back to what we were talking about before, when I'm giving, I can't be experiencing lack. Mm -hmm. When I'm in the moment of giving my talent, for me, it's writing a lot of times. When I'm really just focused on the art and the craft of writing and listening and receiving what's in me and putting it out there, I can't be in lack. I'm not even evaluating whether I'm successful or not. I'm so in the experience. And I think that's really what a spiritual path is. It's going beyond evaluation and interpretation and taking us deeper into what's the experience what's the moment how do i be here how do i receive this and for me that's going to be a practice for the rest of my life and and that's why i'm that's why i love teaching people how to live their calling because that's what this is it's a way to shift your thoughts so that you start um taking different actions and for me personally it's made me more successful in the world and in my soul than anything else
1: well and and You know, I can hear in that, too, that people who are in denial of their gifts and talents or they are uh, afraid of getting somehow hoodwinked or lost or in over their heads if they follow their gifts and talents, Mm. so instead they repress it, then it can often show up as some kind of malaise in their life, you know. it, Mm It can show because we're all being given this guidance all the time and if we get in the habit of denying it we get in the habit of not following it then we will begin to convince ourselves that we can't succeed mm. you know it's like mm. they go hand in hand and um so for we've got a little bit of time left here so for people who are in that that kind of stuckness what are some practical tips and tools, because uh-huh. you, you've got quite a lot of really useful, really super helpful things in both your books. And uh, I really want to point that out to people, that your, your books are a very practical guide to applying the teachings of a course and living an inspired life. And it's you're unstoppable not because your ego is muscling through, but because Mm -hmm. you are fully funded by an infinite source. So Mm -hmm. some practical things that people Mm -hmm. could begin to do to turn their mind around, turn the energy around.
2: And that is the, that's the billion dollar question because that's the most important thing we'll ever learn in this lifetime. And for me, that, that word, by the way, unstoppable is exactly what you just said. It's not muscling your way. It's not forcing your way. So if you, you feel that malaise or you feel drug out or you feel like, I can't do this and that woman's way too high energy for me, you know, or whatever, or whatever. For me, unstoppable is, My definition was never stopping myself. I'm not going to stop myself anymore. The world can stop me. There might be obstacles. There might be challenges. But I will not stop myself. I will listen to love every single time. I will give myself a thousand chances every single time. So, my, fa- one of my favorite techniques, it's one of the ones that I teach in Inspired and Unstoppable, uh, cause like you said, there's a lot of practices in there and exercises mm-hmm. and there's a way to lead a group in it. There's Inspired Success Circles if people want to start their own groups. I, you know, I outline that. But, um, one of, one of the, my favorite techniques is something I call the Inspired Self Dialogues. And for mm-hmm. me, what that is, is when I'm stuck and scared and anxious, I don't know there's another reality i don't believe there's another reality that's the only reality i know i hear the thoughts of other people and they tell me you can have something else but i don't believe that when i'm scared and i'm in my fear and so this technique helped me a lot because I wasn't a great meditator, you know, so when people said, you know, just still your mind, be quiet. It's like, that was hell. You know? it's like I'd, sit there, I'd sit there with this beast, you know, outlining my <laughs> faults and my flaws. And it's like, this is certainly not helping me watching TV is better than this. you know? So, so, um, this technique helped me cause I have a busy active mind mm-hmm. and, um, And so what I do, what I teach people to do and what I do is I just write from my fear. You're never going to make it. You're a loser. It's not going to happen for you. You're so lazy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the horrible things, the horrible things. And then what I do is I let the voice of love answer. And so for me at this point in my life, I believe it's the Holy Spirit. I believe it's this voice, voice of the wholeness of the greatest love on this planet. But for some people, you know, if you don't have a spiritual access or that, you know, you don't identify with that, you might think of it as a nurturing parent. You know, if you had a, a mother who was loving or a father mm-hmm. um, or a teacher. Uh, and sometimes it just helps to even think in terms of, what would I say to my absolute best friend or my child or someone I wanted the best for? What would I say to them? And let that voice answer. And initially it's going to feel artificial or fakey or whatever, but you're going to let that voice answer. You know, of like whatever that fear is. You're going to and it starts to help you build a relationship with that voice cuz what it did for me was it made me realize that underneath that fear underneath that agony there was another perspective i you know like you said spurt was live streaming 24 7 always and i didn't realize that because i was so busy listening to fear i couldn't hear the love so this for me is a tangible technique of learning how to listen to that love. And then I dialogue back and forth. So, you know, I'll be like, I'm scared, it's not going to work. And then love will answer like, (laughs) choose peace, dear one, it's okay. It's like, I can't choose peace, you know. (laughs) And so then I just dialogue back and forth. And for me, it's been an amazing, amazing way to get in touch with what's inspired inside us. Because that malaise is simply just not loving ourselves. It's simply believing something about ourselves that is not true. And it doesn't mean you have to go out there and conquer the world. What I'd want you to start with is stop judging yourself. Let let yourself be where you are. You know, the Course says, let all things be as they are. Mm-hmm. Let yourself be where you are without judgment, and everything else will come.
1: Oh, you know, uh, I think some people are... So they're so afraid to even think that the, the thoughts that they have, they don't want to get more in touch with them. So the idea of doing that inner work and in journaling, hmm. it, they think that they are just going to open Pandora's box. And, <laughs> you know, so they they'd rather self-medicate, you know, mm. than feel their feelings. But what I'm hearing you offer us is... That you you can actually be in in a dialogue rather than just be the victim.
2: Mhm. Mhm. Yes. Because and I can... love I love what you say because there's a passage in the course somewhere where it was like you think that you know you're afraid to listen to that voice because you're afraid that you would just. Hurl yourself into reality, and you would <laughs> you know, <it's> like I, <laughs> um, I, I so relate to that because I was so afraid to listen to that love i was so- fr- I was so afraid that if I asked the Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do it 's going to be something like, quit everything, quit your job, quit your family, you know, go be a missionary, or you know and, you know and i 'm pretty like, oh god it 's me hot, and I hate heat and you know <laughs> just <laughs> and and for me, the Holy Spirit doesn't work that way. It's very I'm a very timid soul. I mean, other people have different personalities. I, you know, I'm, I, I can be a very timid soul. And so my teacher, my inner teacher, my beloved one has worked very, very gently with me, mm. moment by moment. So I don't think you have to fear that if you open to that voice, it's going to change your whole life. You know, it is going to change your whole life, but it's going to change it in a way that's right for you. And it's always, you know, the Course says, this is all about undoing fear. It's never going to be anything that increases your fear. This is the work of undoing fear. You're never going to be asked to do anything that increases your fear. You know, and that doesn't mean you're not going to be nervous or, you know, like trying on new things, but there's there's always going to be that love or that rightness with it. So... Um, And yes, you're right. It's about really having that dialogue. It's like finally just starting to say, it's okay that I have these fears. It's okay that I have this stuckness. I don't have to be perfect before I'm perfected. I, I can reach out to this other source that can heal me that if I don't think I can do these things, I don't think I could make money. I don't think I could be disciplined. I don't think whatever it is. I can take my limitations, my weaknesses, my fears, and I can reach out to something higher that can help me. I love
1: what you're saying, Tama, because I'm I'm hearing in it too that uh we might feel uncertain, afraid, that you know, we're gonna we're being asked to do something that we don't have an expertise in, we haven't known before, and we don't yet have the awareness that, oh you you'll be provided it'll be fine so we're in that place of learning that Mm -hmm. yes you can go where you've never gone before and everything will be provided to you there is a learning curve in that and you learn to trust that even if it looks like you're stepping off a cliff you're not going to fall and Mm -hmm. it, it takes it takes practice to learn that so people have to in a sense um Face the fear, confront the fear, because the truth about the fear is it really is made out of nothing. It is no thing. Mm-hmm. It has no power. Love is the only power. Love is the healer. And so what I'm hearing you say is that you can have a practice. We can have a practice of being with ourselves in a loving, gentle way, and the, the fear will be healed by that.
2: hmm Yes. And and to me, that's the most exciting thing about living your calling. That's the most exciting. Even, you know, I used to think yeah. that, like, if I became a famous writer or a famous teacher, you know, that would be the exciting thing. And it's fun and it is wonderful and blah, blah, blah. But the really exciting thing is that, is that in my lifetime, I'm healing.
0: That's in my right.
2: lifetime, I'm going beyond my own fears. I have... You know, like the course says that you know what you think of your sh- as your strengths, they're but a shadow of your real strengths, and that you learn that there's something so big and beautiful in you, and that it's about getting past the fears. And for me, that's that's what my lifetime's about at this point, is going beyond my own fears. And we do that by following our desires. We do that by following that calling. We do that by following that love moment by moment.
1: My that was my timer going off. <laughs> my crickets. My it's iPhone funny. crickets. <laughs> um, oh, I just I wanna keep asking you more and more questions because I feel like we're just getting to more and more good stuff. So I I I do wanna ask you to share with us before we close and have a closing prayer. I, I wanna ask you to share a few things about um where people can find more besides your two books, Inspired and Unstoppable and This Time I Dance. And uh I also you had something from your book that you wanted to share with us.
2: Oh, that's right. That's yeah, so I'll right. um, give you just a be-
1: moment to grab that. Yeah?
2: Yes, I got it. Um okay. just because I you know, I just wanted to give you a sense of this and it's so much about what we're talking about. Um I just it's just a paragraph and it just says and it's a great way to end this and then I'll tell you about my website and all that stuff. Um There is nothing wavy gravy about believing in your wildest dreams. Your inspired inner voice is as real as bunions or a bullion soup. It's not putting your head in the sand to believe in a higher intelligence than mass consciousness. It's putting your head in the game. Love is the strongest power on the planet. You want results? Trust your inspired self. It's a presence and intelligence that dwarfs everything else. I wanted to share that because I just wanted people to feel the power and the energy of knowing that there is that resource in them, and we need them on this planet. We need that higher consciousness instead of mass intelligence. And so, um, just to just to mention where you can get more of me if you want more of me, because I I'm a biggie on I think you need support. I think you 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 know to to support. If we're living a different paradigm, we're living an in inspiration. It just helps to have constant reassurance, constant constant reaffirmation, constant, this training. We're all doing this mind training together and there are all so many different teachers and resources to do that. I'm on Facebook daily. I do a, a quote every single day. We have an amazing community out there and Twitter and... Uh, but. Probably the best thing to do is to go to my website at com And tama is T A M as in miracle, A K I E, V is in victor, E S dot com, dot com. And I actually, um, I have a free uh, Inspired Success Launch U-Kit that you can download, and it's got video coaching, and it's got some audio interviews, and it's got an excerpt from this book, and it's got all kinds of stuff. It's free. It just is meant to start – coaching you into having the amazing life that you're meant to have so that's the inspired success launch you kit it's on my website i have all kinds of resources on the website and you can find out more about the books out there and everything else and all kinds of programs and i just i just want you walking this walk and finding the teachers that support you and the resources that support you and the tribe that supports you because i know jennifer's doing this and she's an amazing talent in this and i think we're all you know those of us who are joining together I want to see this become the new mainstream. I want to see us change our consciousness. I want to see us live the dreams that we have and live the calling that we have and start shifting the way this world works. So, again, join me at TamaKeeves.com. I can't wait to play with you and see you out there.
1: (laughs) You know, I, I have to say that your books, Tama, what comes through is that you're a real person. You're really doing the work. You know, sometimes I've got stacks and stacks and stacks of uh, self-help books and books on spirituality, and there's quite a number of them that really just feel like um, the person is just making stuff up that would be good (coughs) to do. But, you you know, or they they took something that Wayne Dyer did and they tweaked it a little and made it their own. And, you know, Wayne Dyer got it from, you, you know, Aristotle or something and so <laughs> which is not a bad place to get things from but um you have gotten this material through your own blood sweat and tears like you have crawled on your belly to get this mm-hmm. and it is felt in every word in every page and you're you know what is how long have you been with studying the course like 20 years
2: 20 years yeah, yeah. teaching it teaching yeah. it.
1: Exactly, so it it you can feel it on every single page, so if you're really interested in having this this breakthrough and this healing, there are all kinds of exercises in tama's books, and you've got a companion you you can tell by the sound of her voice she's a good companion, she's not um talking down from the top of the mountain she's really she's right there with you, and this this is this is the help that we need and the great thing is too is when we are willing to share our gifts and talents with the world then what what happens is someone else will be inspired and someone else will be inspired and it just continues on because we're all one and that is the beauty of it hmm. So I would like to invite everyone to make an appointment this weekend to listen to the replays. To bring your loved ones, people who, people who maybe have been out of work for a long time, and they feel like they feel uninspired, and they feel not only stoppable, they have stopped. <laughs> you
2: know, they are dead in the water, <laughs> baby. <laughs> we all know
1: people who feel that way, mm-hmm. and it's um, you can have a miraculous healing. In a moment, I know yes. because I've participated in so many of them, my own and mm-hmm. others, as has Tamma.
2: So mm-hmm.
1: don't let anything tell you you're down for the count.
2: Mm. Do
1: not dare. Oh, I'm going to get, I'm yeah. going to get emotional. Don't let anybody tell you yeah. that you are not mm-hmm. down for the count. Mm. No one's opinion matters because opinions are nothing. Love mm. is everything, and love is not giving up on you. Don't give up on love. So let's put our mm. hand on our heart. Thank you, Tama. Let's give thank thanks you. to Tama. God bless you and your beautiful life of love, Tama. I'm so grateful to to know you, and you inspire me. Oh, thank you for being a part of this teleclass. Mm. And we give thanks to the higher Holy Spirit self. Right now, we give thanks that. Even if we walk through the valley of death, we walk through the shadows, the light is within us. It is. We are effulgent beings. We are light beings. And we are turning on that light right now together. And we are saying and declaring to ourselves that we are available and willing to have a healing. We are available and willing to know our true identity and to shine that light of love in the world, into our life, into our experience. And we are inspired to know the truth that sets us free. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. We let it be. And so Mm. it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Mm. Thank you so much, Tama.
2: Oh, thank you. I thank love you. you
1: and I love I, you. We love the listeners. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank and you. And I bless
2: everyone out there who's listening and receiving and giving their gifts to the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being who you are and and, and being on this journey with us.
1: Indeed. God bless. May the force be with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you, Tama. Thank you, sweetheart.
0: This is Jennifer Hadley again. I invite you to remember that your dedication to your life of love is the best gift that you can share with the world. Love is the only healer, and it's always available to you for the asking. Remember, too, that you cannot have that which you are unwilling to share. Share the love today, love out loud, and know that all boats rise on this holy tide of love. Thank you for joining us. Please go to JenniferHadley.com for more tools and practical loving support every day.